welcome to the debate with Kate. This is episode one. This is this podcast series where I ask a fuck ton of questions and demand answers. <laughs> this is the first episode, little test trial. I'm joined by Cameron Pitches. And yes, I am Kate's dad. Kyoto. Kyoto Cameron. Kyoto. You, you have to give three facts about yourself. I'm a software developer. I was born in 1969, the year that man landed on the moon. Old people. And I've got a strong interest in science, so I'm keen to find out a little bit more. That's (laughs) All right. Well, I've got many unanswered questions. First question about the world is, do microbes have a conscience? I'm asking you, what are your thoughts? Surely the microbes have to have some sort of size to them before they can gain some consciousness that we would equate to like a human scale consciousness so they have to be a specific size you reckon like bacterial colony i wouldn't expect a bacterial colony of 10 bacteria for instance to have a consciousness interesting um before we go any further i guess we'll preference that we when we're talking about microbes, we mean bacteria for these examples. Single cellular organisms, which for many people, they would just assume that it doesn't have a thought process or a way of interacting with the environment. But I reckon it does. Why do you say that? <laughs> because I've done some research and I came across... So the whole reason this sparked my interest is I was doing my micro paper and I came across... Streptococci pneumoniae, which is the bacteria that are responsible for giving everyone pneumonia in large amounts. An interesting thing they do is when their colonies get to a certain number, aka reach a quorum, then they can somehow know that a certain number have been reached and they cause... 20% 20% anywhere between 5 and 20% of their population to die which is a process called fracticide and it has a selective advantage because there is a potential that some of that bacteria have DNA in it that code for antibiotic resistance so it's been a selective advantage for them okay so the question is what's the um how does it determine the ideal quorum size exactly and then so say they well, so this little like peptide protein extracellular proteins that they excrete into their environment, and then once that reaches a certain number, that's when the bacteria know that there's enough in their environment to start doing lysis or whatever their function is. But my question is, what causes some of them to die and the other ones get to live? Like, there'd have to be some sort of hierarchy or, like, order to say, oh, I'm going to die, I'm going to live. Yeah, like, presuming the, when the, all the bacteria are receiving the same molecular message, yeah. right? How does, how does one in five of those bacteria know that I'm the one that's been exactly. chosen to die? Exactly, because then what if they all die? What if they all get the... Because it's sending out a message saying, oh, you should die now, pretty much. And then, mm. but what if all of them do it? And then the entire species is, like, wiped out. So, so that, there has to be some sort of message in that molecule. But, if the, again, if that molecule's the same, I don't know. Maybe it's the first 
Maybe it's the first 20% of the bacteria that receive that molecule die off and therefore the molecular density of that yeah. floating maybe. around is, is less than a quorum well, and that becomes the yeah. level. Yeah, maybe it's like there is like they all start dying just until the quorum is unreached again. Yeah, like think of it as a concentration of messages and that concentration of messages gets diluted when yeah. more and more start dying. Yeah, well that's, that is I guess the concept but then the question is is that do we dictate that's been they're aware of their surroundings because they're sensing their environment, they're sensing the concentrations and they're sending out chemical messages and interacting with it. Does that count as being conscious of the environment? I'm not sure that it does. I think it's a mechanism that we're seeing now that we understand the science of it better. But does it mean that it's conscious? Mm, Not so sure. I reckon, I'm not sure. There's another example as well with a symbiotic relationship with a squid. So it's this Hawaiian squid and the bacteria is called Vibrio fisheri. Um, and the, the bacteria, what it does is it shines a light inside the squid. Like it chills, I don't know, by its mouth or whatever. And when the light is shined, the squid's shadow is hidden. So predators won't kill the squid. And in return, the bacteria get food from the squid. But the bacteria only shine the light when they're in the squid. They don't do it when they're, like, external from it. Yeah, that's right. So I should explain that the squid is nocturnal. And so when it's floating in the water above its predators, um, these bacteria give the same amount of light that would normally be coming through the water from the moon and the stars. So it's a very symbiotic relationship in that sense. Which is also interesting. And they can sense, again, with the quorums, where they are in the world. Like, where they are in their environment, if they're with the squid or not. That's right. Well, the interesting thing about this squid is that when the daylight comes, it burrows underground and it expels 95% of these bacteria. And so (laughs) then these squids stop glowing. But then throughout the day, the number of bacteria build up again inside the squid. So... Come night time, I'm sorry, the bacteria sense that there's more bacteria around them and so then they start this biophosphorescence process again sort of glowing in the dark. Yeah, it's super interesting. Mm. But then it raises but then it raises the question of what is a conscience? Because I would argue that that means that the squid is aware is aware of what the bacteria are doing and the bacteria is equally aware of its role in keeping the squid alive. And interacting with its environment. Yeah, the squid is using it as a tool. So I would say the squid's got a consciousness because it's using <laughs> the bacteria as a tool. But I'm not convinced the bacteria have some sort of consciousness about them. Because equally, like the squid could just eat uh, some sort of plant that might glow in the dark or yeah. find another yeah. that it might carry around a torch. I want... it's, in, it's using the <laughs> bacteria like this natural Yeah, torch. I agree with that. I agree. It's just been like a random occurrence that's happened and it's just given the squid that have that bacteria a selective advantage an adaptive advantage Hmm. well that's how natural selection works so have we agreed so i think the squid's got a consciousness (laughs) no bacteria no way they just they're just like these little like little tiny things that just happen to glow once they reach a certain quantity yeah but no but how come the squid has a consciousness the squid's doing the same they're thing. They're not smarter. How? Squids are not, they're, pie, they're very smart. 
So I, I once saw an octopus open a crab that was hidden inside a jar <laughs> in a yeah. science experiment in front of a whole lot of school kids. <laughs> Free school kids? Yeah. Wee opened wee. up the jar and ate the crab. Wee wee wee. It was horrific. Oh, no. Horrific viewing. <laughs> yeah. And it snuck in the little holes and... Yeah, it's an octopi, very smart indeed. Yeah, but you could equally argue that bacteria are smart. No, they're dumb. They <laughs> have no, no consciousness about them. I reckon they do. I reckon they're aware, but not in the same way. But then what is awareness? Like, everyone's just, everything is just sending chemical messages to and from each other. True. Well, you got to wonder what the motivation for the bacteria and even existence Survival! Right? What motivates them to survive like that? Well, what motivates anything to survive? I don't they know. just do. They just do. They do, right? Maybe all organisms have this motivation to concept. survive. There's survival instincts. Yeah, I suppose. But is that consciousness? Yeah, I think so. But it isn't the same real because they don't have like nervous systems and they don't have ways of communicating that we see. But isn't it's a nervous sick. system like a more extended version of what we talked about before, of the bacteria quorum, having quorum, quorum sensing. signaling, sensing molecules, you know? Isn't that just like a primitive version of a nervous system, I wonder? Well, this is the big it's debate. It's communication, isn't it? It's, a, it's communication amongst the bacteria. Mm. Which is the big debate. The debate with Kate. The debate with Kate. Well, I want to hear what other people's thoughts are on it. So, if you have an opinion, feel free to let me know. Hello, this is post-edit Kate speaking. Um, if you wish um, to contact me, feel free to drop me an email or go onto the website debatewithkate.com. Um, there'll be a post up with this podcast and it would be really cool to hear feedback or some topics that you guys are interested in. I'm really, really excited to do this type of stuff. And get some of my more crazy questions out into the world and hopefully get some answers and inspire you guys while doing it. So, yeah, let me know. Thank you very much for listening.